It's This Week in Bourbon, and we're still recovering. Here's your headlines for September 22nd, 2023. Rare Character has found itself in a legal battle. Buffalo Trace opens up a new visitor experience, but in London. And Russell's Reserve introduces single rickhouse Camp Nelson F. But before we get started, here's a quick word from our partners. And they're off for another Gift 270-2020 Unicorn Raffle. Your $20 ticket gives you not one, but two chances to win from our lineup of 20 Woodford Reserve treasures, including the grand prize, the rarest unicorn yet, the Woodford Reserve Kentucky Derby 150 Baccarat Edition. Only 150 bottles were made and is just like the one the Derby winning owner receives. Quit horsing around and get your $20 tickets now at Give270.org. Charitable Gaming License ORG 0002703. From their bar to yours, Chad and Sarah of the popular YouTube channel It's Bourbon Night bring you their favorite at-home old-fashioned mix with the new Elemental Elixir's Golden Hour Syrup. It's a custom-made syrup with notes of bold black tea, warm spices, and orange zest. All you need is your favorite whiskey and ice. No bitters needed. One bottle makes 16 drinks, so that's only $1 cocktail before you add your own whiskey. They can also be enjoyed in other cocktails or spirits, mocktails, coffee, tea, and anything you can think of. It's crafted locally in Lexington, Kentucky, and you can get your bottle now at whiskeyambitions.com. Ed Bly and Rising Tide Spirits are back again with a new release of Old Stubborn Bourbon. And this release of Old Stubborn is a premium hand marriage of 10, 11, and 12-year cask drink, barely filtered pot still bourbon. It comes in at a staggering 123.8 proof. And the flavoring grain for this one, which the last one was weeded, but this time it's now rye. Rich, sweet, and bold with a long finish that's sure to be another eye-opener. You can order online at Sealbox or TheBourbonConcierge.com, and you can even purchase in person at Revival Vintage Spirits, and even now with very few select stores in Kentucky. You can get it now while you can, but be sure to do it because it's not going to last long. Hey everybody, it is this week in bourbon, but it is post the epic week in bourbon and it surely felt like it it still feels like it i see I'm, you're wincing over here i know I, i've done something to my back i don't know i don't know if it was bourbon fest or the four days of drinking well, it was or four days talking of drinking. standing lifting that's what it is it's and, the standing man and i don't know now i'm like every time i breathe in or turn the wrong way it's like a knife is jabbed in my spine but hopefully it goes away soon i'm assuming you've already made your massage reservation for next week yeah i, I actually yeah I, I got one of those things that i don't know you can do it in your chair massage chair not a massage chair but it's like a thing you can do it in your chair and that that seems to relieve the pressure intermittently but it's not getting it i need something more permanent maybe it's just time do we need to put a gofundme together so we can get yeah. those massage <laughs> chairs from costco like yeah those three thousand dollar ones or like a theragun or something those those things like those things hurt i know they do that's what it's it hurts in a good way i'm kind of like oh, i don't like it then when it's done you're like oh actually it's pretty good yeah it hurts so good yeah it's kind of like the name of the game yeah i i'm i my wife has one every once in a while like my back will hurt and she's like here let me hit you i think she just wants to hurt me <laughs> and that's kind of what it's like ah, it's like a voodoo doll <laughs> yeah, let's, let's poke kenny yeah make him hurt i promise this will feel good yeah and like nope it it still hurts 
So it was great overall. I mean, four days. I didn't get to go to Burn Beyond, but I heard the feedback was awesome. Burn Fest was, I mean, to me, it was incredible. Like, it was so well ran. Like, everything was just went smooth. You know, it, it's just a great event. If you haven't came, you got to go. You got to come next year. It's like, not if you haven't came, but if you haven't, you haven't been, you haven't made got, it yet. Yeah, if you haven't made it yet, you got to do it. It's it's so much fun, and I mean, good lord, what a value! And oh my gosh, I mean, well, even if your tickets were what, like a couple hundred bucks? Yeah, I mean, you really get your money's worth out of three days. Plus, I mean, what seventy, sixty At different, least. sixty different bourbon distilleries brands, and they all have like there. four to five different. <laughs> expressions to try so oh, i mean God. it's i mean like, it was definitely people got a little bit of luxury riches i see people literally walking around with a case of book of baker's 13 like yeah. you, they had just everything and now i'm thinking like we need a we need a 150 250 dollar bottle to drop at this thing next year because that seems like what a lot of the big distilleries did they're like heaven hill was dropping select stock and jim beam had the baker's 13 they had knob creek 18 uh, everybody that was big had something to be able to show yeah, off there. We got some double digit barrels that maybe next year is it that we've been hanging on to. I know it's what only people they still just only care about age, you know. It's well, I mean, to be fair, <laughs> it is I tried, good. The Baker thirteen was really good. Yeah, shout out to Joe Gallia who opened one one yeah. and gave us the a sample of it and we're like, Yeah, this is this is pretty damn good. And the new uh, there was a newer Elijah Craig barrel proof that was pretty I don't know which one it is, but the newest one. I guess it's C because we're so close to. It makes you feel any better? I'm sure we've got it somewhere around this warehouse. Oh yeah, but it, it was fantastic. There's there's a lot of interesting things I tried this week. There's a lot, you know, Bourbon Fest. I left I left encouraged, but also left a little perplexed. <laughs> Just about. That? Well, it, you know, it's I got to thinking, and it's like, um, obviously you have all the legacy brands, but you have so many new drinkers like coming in that really probably haven't had like really good bourbon or know what that means or tastes like and all they've had is like this crazy like finished stuff you know like toasted and honey and amberana and this and that and like you know there's a lot of new consumers and that's what they think bourbon is and so i'm kind of like as a producer you know you're kind of like confused how do you <laughs> which direction do you go for for to, to appeal to consumers i guess yeah i would i do remember at least one couple that came around it was a girl that was uh, there and and I was like, oh, we have this. We have our toasted bourbon. We have our sherry finished rye. And she was like, nah, I just like it straight. I was like, okay, yeah, let's do finally it. Yeah, refreshing. Like, exactly, like our kind of person. So yeah, or, even that, I offered her a rye Rita. She was like, nah, I'm good. I really don't like cocktails. Yeah. So she was just drinking straight. And I was like, that's perfect. I know for us, it was the rye festival. Not bourbon. Our rye outsold uh, the bourbon like, by a lot, by like twenty to one. <laughs> really. <laughs> I don't know what that tells us about our, our bourbon, but at least the rye's good. Yeah. I mean, I, well, it's a little unfair because our bourbon, we did an evergreen pick. There yes. was two picks we did with them. So a lot of people allocated their dollars to the the pup selection. But uh, yeah, it was fascinating to see, you know, our rye whiskey, I think it's our best product, but it's just one of those things that people have to try before they can be like, oh yeah, I am a rye drinker. You know, mm -hmm. it's like they have to tell have someone tell them that it's okay to drink rye. Yeah. I'm kind of disappointed myself. It's by the way, it was so good because there was I our booth was slammed every single day from like twelve thirty to five thirty, and when I'm getting there, it's my time to set up, and then as soon as twelve thirty hits, you're just slammed the entire time. I don't even think I got a chance to go look at any other booths 
the entire time and and check out any of their whiskeys or what anybody else was doing. I know the guy from Redline Whiskey Company came over and he was like, yeah, come over. And I didn't even get a chance to go over. I felt so bad. Yeah. Uh, that and uh, 50 other places, you know, shout out to Seth from uh, Broken Barrel. Like he came over and tried our stuff. I didn't get a chance to go over there. It was just one of those things that we were just absolutely slammed. But that's either A, because of the whiskey or B, because we had optimal position at that the was a great too. spot thanks stacy um and randy but anyways yes i i know i'll I, I literally only got to go to one booth as it was closing down was barrels like on saturday go get some slushes and th- i didn't even get a slushy because they had already like cleaned out the machine oh, this so, is when you have to eat some crow don't you yep so uh i did try their amberana finish and I didn't hate it. <laughs> I think because it, it's like 90% bourbon and 10% Amberana. So I think that's the way to do it. If you're going to do it, it's just a nice subtle hint. But uh, I know there were so many people I was like, yeah, I'm going to come by like the Lucky 7 guys and Penelope and Redline, all those that I wanted to go see and talk to, but just never got a chance to. Yeah. It, we're just so slammed. Yeah. Okay. Well, next year, then we'll we'll up our staffing, and then we'll yeah. we'll make a round or two, something like that. We just need like two hours to just go, just to go check it out. Yeah. Just to actually be attending. I wanted to go bit. try stuff. I know. The only thing we really got to go do, which was awesome. Shout out to Tim Niddle in the VIP area. Oh gosh, that yeah. was amazing. Yeah. The, the food, food was, was awesome. Great. The cocktails were awesome. But that. that Coffee cocktail. Yeah, the Kentucky coffee one. Oh, dude, Special. I had two of those. And I don't even drink coffee just to be like, yeah, I need some little pep in my step. Yeah. My only complaint is, so like we were like the future poor for like an hour. And like we had a really great crowd around. I'm talking to them in that VIP. And then like 20 minutes before it expired, they're like, next up, Mictor's 10 for the VIP poor. And everybody just like left <laughs> and formed a line. And I was like. Well, one day, I guess <laughs> we can beat Mictor's 10. But no, it was, they did a great job, Tim and Eric back there. And the food was great. Bartenders were great. Everything was just fat, 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 fabulous, outstanding. Can't say enough good things about it. Yeah, I'm absolutely. sure people are tired of us rambling. But. Yeah, so make sure we'll give you all kinds of updates on next year's Bourbon Fest. So make sure you're there. But by the way, we're also doing a giveaway. And you can go ahead and get signed up now. We are doing it at Bourbon Fest. We are doing a Pursuit Spirits branded solo stove. So if you're one of those people who like to hang around the campfire at night, go ahead and check it out. You can go ahead and get entered. It's at bourbon.at slash win. That's B-R-B-N dot A-T slash win. So go and check that out. And we'll be pulling that drawing in November 30th. So you'll be having it just in time for Christmas. And smokeless. And smokeless. As long as you have good wood. Can't put wet wood in there. Yes. I love the solo stove. No bad wood. No bad wood. It is a dream come true to have a solo stove with our logo on it. It is for you. I I just looked at it and I was like, this is a a perfect branding opportunity. (laughs) Yep. Who needs polos when you get solo stoves? That's right. I know. We only have polos. (laughs) We just have... Somebody call, called them prison T-shirts or something. That's what uh, Steve, Steve Coombs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were, yeah, we were on stage and he saw our T-shirts and he was like, "Your prison issued shirts." And I was like, "Yep." I mean, I guess when you look at it, it does kind of feel like that. But that's what happens when you're poor. Yeah, yeah. There we go. All right, let's dive dive in with the news over here. So the first big headline here. So go ahead, take a minute, grab yourself a drink, and just listen to me talk here. So Bourbon Company founder Andrew Shapira is now suing Rare Character Whiskey over alleged missing barrels. So a Louisville-based bourbon producer recently filed a complaint in Jefferson County Circuit Court against his business partners claiming a breach of contract 
fraudulent misrepresentations, and a breach of fiduciary duty, among other charges, in regards to a significant number of barrels of bourbon, rye, and other whiskeys for various projects. In the complaint, Andrew Shapiro, by the way, if you don't know who Shapiro is, this is actually Max Shapiro's son from Heaven Hill. He broke yep. away from Heaven Hill a few years ago and kind of went on his own. So Andrew Shapiro, he claims that Pablo Moy and Peter Nevenglosky, sorry about that, Peter, uh, you, you all pretty much know who Pablo is from running in circles here. Yeah, he's got the traveling briefcase of bourbon. <laughs> exactly. And so he claims that both of them and their company, Rare Character Whiskey Company, have acted to exclude Shapiro from projects and enrich themselves at the expense of Shapiro's efforts and provide basic transparency pertaining to the business operations and locations of the barrels, which documents later the claim to be around 44 barrels total in amount. Andrew Shapiro is the son of Heaven Hill. Well, it's right here. Heaven Hill, son's uh, executive branch chairman, Max Shapiro, and the brother of Heaven Hill's new co-president, Kate Latz. A complaint represents only one side of the case. And this one was filed by Shapiro's attorney, Jennifer Barber of Louisville-based Gray Ice Higdon PLLC. After working at Heaven Hill for 15 years in various capacities, according to his LinkedIn profile, Shapiro left the family business to start Fortuna Bourbon Company in 2022. And that's an operation he co-founded with Pablo and Neville Glosky as a way to resurrect a bourbon brand that dated back to the 1880s before being discontinued in the 1960s. The complaint alleges that there was a collective unwillingness of Moy and Nevin Glosky to be transparent with Shapira over the finance, sorry, the company's finances, especially when it came to paying suppliers for bulk whiskey. The complaint alleges that Rare Character was unwilling to pay an initial $1 million loan in December 2022 that Shapira had set up, which would have Shapira holding significant assets of Rare Character as collateral. The loan was later paid in May after Shapiro sought legal counsel. The complaint also alleges that Moy and Nevin Glusky attempted to, com to completely cut out Shapiro, who resides in Louisville, of a deal with a Louisville-based bottler. Furthermore, Shapiro claims that Rear Character was routinely behind on paying its invoices. In one instance in April 23, the complaint alleges that Moy tried to circumvent Shapiro and source barrels by directly emailing the supplier listed in the original supply agreement. Around that time, Moy informed Shapiro that he had he and Nevin Glusky would be severing ties, uh, and that he complaint further alleges that Moy and Nevin Glusky were aided and embedded by Divine Spirits LLC, which is based out of Lexington, Kentucky. The initial complaint also named White Dog Trading and Storage, based out of Midway, Kentucky, as aiding and embedding as well. Shapiro is seeking, among other items, as a trial by jury, judgment for all compensatory damages, recovery of attorney's fees and legal costs, and a preliminary turned into permanent restraining order regarding the movement of any barrels. The new Fortuna bourbon would be owned by 75% rare character and 25% as Shapira, the complaint states. Whew, that was a lot. lot. It was a lot. I, there was, it was a big article that was in there. So, but yeah, it's one of the, again, one side of the story. True. Yeah. We know, I mean, we know Pablo pretty well. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know, uh, is it Peter? A... Never really met Peter yeah. Nevin Glowski. Never really met him before. But yes, we know mm -hmm. Pablo. Pablo is a character. Uh, he's he's always fun to hang around with, and he's always sharing really good whiskey, too. Yeah. I mean, you hate that these things come up. I guess it's just part of the business. But, uh, I, you know, I, I, I don't really have any comment because... It, it's, it's one side of the it's story. It's one side of the story, and, you know, you know these people, and you just hope it gets resolved, but it sounds like it's not, so it's going to have to go to court, and, you know, hopefully they can both get out of there as clean as possible. Yep. Which, it's unfortunate. Yeah, it is. It is. And 44 barrels. It's not a lot of barrels, but when you're a startup, yeah, it's like, it's a lot of barrels. So it's like, I don't know, 200 grand, I guess, if yeah. you're 
roughly, give or take, something like that. And I ended up talking to the author at this at Kentucky Bourbon Festival, and it's not like he went and sought after anybody to get these quotes. I mean, it's just all public record. And so right. he just found it all and decided to talk about it. And and that's what happens. We talk about bourbon news here and that's bourbon news. It is. Interesting that people can find that stuff. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. All right, let's keep going here. So in 2022, distilleries were among the top visited tourist attractions in Tennessee. And this is according by Tourism Economics. The study commissioned by the Tennessee Whiskey Trail discovered that the whiskey industry brought in around 3.45 billion and 8 million non-local visitors. Sorry, $3.45 billion and around 8 million non-local visits last year. These visits supported other industries with around $2 billion spent at distilleries and off-site establishments, including lodging, food and beverage, retail, recreation, transportation, and more. It's estimated that the money supported around 30,000 jobs and created around $441 million in tax revenue. The Tennessee Whiskey Trail was founded in 2017 as a collaboration between more than 30 distilleries across the state, including brands such as Jack Daniels, George Dickel, Uncle Nearest, and many more wonder what percentage is Jack Daniels of that. <laughs> it's, I don't know. Let's see. If you look in the grand scheme of just overall whiskey consumption, I'd say they're probably about 90%. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, there's, uh, you know, Uncle Nearest is, you know, kind of, Uncle Nearest and Dickel are kind of close to that Jack Daniels. So I'm sure they're getting some, you know, uh, secondary traffic from those. And then uh, you got, Nashville's got some destinations you got uh old dominic there in memphis and then there's a bunch of like you said smaller leaper fork and all those but i, I tennessee whiskey I, I think it's you know it, that those orange vitamin notes of dickel have kind of turned people off but there's some really good tennessee bourbons oh, and whiskey sure. out there that should be embraced and I, I mean not as put on the pedestal as kentucky but it's a nice close second look at you you're not going to be like hey, <laughs> they don't deserve to be up in our realm but they're they're up there no, it's it's good. I yeah, agree. I There's love a lot of good whiskey. stuff. Yeah, we've got a. We I mean, hell, we use Tennessee bourbon in exactly. our in our stuff. So, that's that's part of what it is. We love it. By the way, you're drinking something that is coming from a rare club that we belong to, which is the Heaven Hill Distillery Heritage Insiders, where we get to taste new experiments before they ever make the light of day. And yeah, you're, you're trying a was it 16 year old malt malt malted, whiskey malt whiskey. What do you think? proved 137 initially i was like damn it's this hot <laughs> but it's 137 first drink but i actually like it i mean it's kind of reminds me of those rare character malts but um how weird how weird <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh no i actually like it. it's got you know it tastes kind of bourbony and then it's got some nice chocolate notes i mean it's got some heat but there's nice oak tannins to it i mean it's pretty good yeah totally. what do you think I liked it. Yeah. I liked it more than the other one, which was the five-year rye bourbon that's here. That's actually oh, 107 that. proof and coming out of Warehouse W3 and Floor 4. All right. Mm. Let me keep going here. So there is now a new majority owner of Sagamore Spirit, which is a Baltimore-based rye whiskey brand and distillery. Ilva Serrano Holding, which is also an Italian company that's mostly known for their Italian liqueur, Di Serrano, has purchased a majority stake. Di Serrano. Di Serrano. You remember that commercial? I do remember, and I've had plenty of Di Serrano in my life, and it's, it's actually very delicious. It just tastes like a sugar bomb, but... It's like almond cream or something. It's, or I mean... I, almond liqueur or something. I'm, a, I'm amazed you can make a whole company out of Di Serrano. <laughs> but anyway, they have purchased a majority of Sagamore Spirit shares. And they're also planning to relocate its North American headquarters to Baltimore Peninsula, which is the waterfront development formerly known as Port Covington, where Sagamore is located. So there we go. Big news. Yeah. Big news, especially for us, because Sagamore is uh, 
Big, good partners of ours. Good partners of ours. We love their rye whiskey. Um, obviously, it's a very important part of our, our blend, so we have yet to know what this means for us. But uh, <laughs> I know. Well, I'm, I'm thinking like... Like I was going to... I was like, I'm not going to bother them. It's only yet. been like... Not so yet. I'm sure they'll give us a call and say either, hey, we want to keep you on or, well, see you later. Mm-hmm. And so hopefully they want to keep us on. I don't know. They've been great partners. We love the team there. And uh, yeah, it's... It's kind of like a bittersweet moment, you know, for... I mean, I'm happy for them yeah. to be able to... I know that Kevin, we talked about it before, Kevin Plank, who is the original yep. owner of Sagamore, we kind of heard for a long time that he was looking for, I don't say a way out, but to divest his funds of his... Yep. All the crap that he owns, because he's got a lot of stuff. Not to say Yeah, he crap. doesn't own that own peninsula. It's a, it's a whole... It's pretty impressive. Yeah. Like all the development he's put up there. He's got that. He's got horse farms. He's got... A lot of stuff, but when we found out about that, it was kind of like, uh-oh. But I hope everything works out for everybody at the end. That's right. We love you, Sagamore. Yes. And DiSerono. And DiSerono. <laughs> I love DiSerono. We're going to start doing DiSerono finishes. That's right. <laughs> First to market. Yeah, there we go. So you like Chris Stapleton, right? Oh, I love him. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, maybe you will after this one. So Chris Stapleton, he's best known oh, for his hit song, this. Tennessee yeah. Whiskey. He finally has his own whiskey slated to hit the shelves next year, and he has chosen to go a different direction and bypassing over Tennessee and going straight to Kentucky as and also partnering with Buffalo Trace for this new venture. So Stapleton and Buffalo Trace's release will be named Traveler Whiskey. And the label submitted to the TTB revealed that Buffalo Trace uh, also hasn't announced that the whiskey yet, and they probably won't know the details either for a little bit. But Traveler is a fitting name for the whiskey from Stapleton, as it's the name of his critically acclaimed solo studio album, which debuted back in 2015. Yeah, it's a great song, too. I know. Uh, I saw this. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's a Kentucky boy, so it makes sense. Yeah, it would make sense. It would make sense. Plus, people are big fans of Chris Stapleton, so... Keep it going, man. Keep as long as it's as good as his it. songs, that's all that matters. I'm I'm sure they're not going to be like, well, we're going to give you a benchmark. I mean, it's going to probably be like B.H. Taylor. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because he did all those E.H. Taylor releases too, did yeah. he? I totally forgot about that. All right. Well, to keep Buffalo Trace in the news, and the other headline is that they are announcing the forthcoming opening of Buffalo Trace Distillery London. It's a first-of-its-kind American whiskey experience at 32 to 33 Long Acre in the highly coveted Covenant Garden area of London in late 23. So guests visiting Buffalo Trace Distillery London can select from one of two tasting experiences. The first offering, A Taste of the Trace, will feature a guided tasting of three outstanding expressions from the distillery's core product lineup of Buffalo Trace bourbon, Sazerac rye, bourbon cream, and the option of a buffalo and ginger ale cocktail to sample. The second tasting... No benchmark. No benchmark. The next one, though, is called Tradition and Change, and crafting the most awarded American whiskey will feature a selection of their premium expressions, including White Dog Mash Number no. 1, Buffalo Trace Bourbon, Eagle Rare 10-Year-Old, E.H. Taylor Small Batch, and a small pour of Buffalo Trace Old Fashioned. The tastings will range in price depending on selection, but to around 30 pounds. The 2,000-square-foot space will pay homage to Buffalo Trace's legendary bourbon craftsmanship with special finishes and custom materials that evoke the essence of the distillery in Kentucky. In the retail store, fans will be able to purchase whiskey bottles and unique merchandise. In fact, some of the merchandise can only be found at Buffalo Trace Distillery London. Rare whiskey offerings from Buffalo Trace will also be offered during special surprise times throughout the initial opening months. Do you say they're going to do special finishes? And no, just special releases or something like that. Not finishes. Oh, I thought right, it, was... it does. Yeah, it does say bourbon craftsmanship with special finishes and custom materials that evoke the essence. No, uh, that's just saying that the... 
the space. Oh, the like space, like the crown molding and the, yeah, I'm the sure it's that. I'm sure there'll be a buffalo somewhere. <laughs> yeah, be a silhouette of all those dead guys. You know. Yeah, just hanging on the wall. B. H. Right. Taylor, just William looking, Weller, looking down at you. Just their eyes move when you move. <laughs> yeah, I mean it is getting Halloween season. That would make sense. That's right. Yeah, that's exciting. You know, that's um, I think this whole industry is really going to start to lean on international growth to you know, really offload all the expansions they've done over the next few years. So uh, you can, you kind of see this with Buffalo Trace. You've seen it with Heaven Hill. You know, we have the Ryder Cup, I think, next week, really pushing, you know, the bourbon out and into Europe. So this is exciting that it's finally starting to happen. So, yeah, I was, when we always thought about international expansion, I just thought bottles on shelves. I didn't think, oh, shit, let's just open up an entire gift well, shop. Well, you got to have a place to educate people yeah. and whatnot because you just throw it on shelves. It's just, as you know, it's just going to be like, well, what? I'd rather it's sketch. Yeah. I mean, that's, this, was a problem, this was a good way to look at it, though. Yep. All right. So our next one is from Medicinal Whiskey Charity. They're a nonprofit, and they're running right now a sweepstakes where the grand prize winner, that could be you, you get a six-person private selection with all access to Willet Distillery, and that barrel pick is going to be around 10 years in age of a Willett family estate, also coming in at cash strength. It's running now through October 15th, and the drawing will happen on October 19th, with all proceeds going to UK, that's University of Kentucky's Children's Hospital, and Willett is also donating all this at zero cost to the charity. If you want to find out more, you can go to go.rallyup.com slash Barrel. You know, I actually, I've actually tried this particular barrel. I, when I was at Willet with Matt Pittman from Meat Church and all the Dallas clan, we went. Oh, you mean like a, a previous pick they did or something? Well, no, they were there picking it, the medicinal whiskey folks. Oh, this, the, is, this is for anybody that can also get another barrel. Oh, okay. This isn't for the one they picked. No, no, no. This is like you get to go on your own barrel pick with six people to pick your own barrel from Willet. Oh, gotcha. I kind of blanked out. It's I was, okay. I was reading the maker's label over there. <laughs> the, of the it's very seller aged, yes. But uh, anyways, it was a good barrel, so I'm sure this one will be too. So you should sign up. Yeah, I mean, you get to go pick your own barrel from Willet. Like, that's a, that's a, a bucket list item. Uh, for a lot of people, it surely, surely is. Well, we've talked about it a little bit about coming to visit our home state of Kentucky. And now if you want to come and visit, the Kentucky Distillers Association has also announced that Lexington is the newest official gateway sponsor to the world-famous Kentucky Bourbon Trail. Also renowned as the horse capital of the world, Lexington's additional signature industry designation will bring on new economic growth and tourism opportunities to one of Kentucky's most loved cities. As an official gateway sponsor, Lexington receives prominent placement on their website and marketing materials, included in recommended itinerary, signage, and more. Lexington now joins Bardstown, Louisville, and Northern Kentucky as official gateway level sponsors. So they're all gateways? How's that possible? <laughs> At this point, I think, is there something south of Kentucky that we're missing? Like is... Uh, Bowling Green could be, I guess. Bowling Green's li- missing something? Or Franklin, Kentucky, right there. Right across Kentucky the... Kentucky Downs. Right across the... Right on the line. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I guess, you know, the this, this city just goes ahead and probably puts some marketing dollars towards it. And it, it's one of the things that they do is because you do go to the Kentucky Bourbon Trail website and it sells like these are the, these are the cities to go to here's the hotels here's things here's the distilleries and I guess you know they've had plenty of Lexington distilleries on there but they've been like but where do we start you got to start in Louisville <laughs> got backtracked <laughs> make your way back here so that's yeah. exciting that's cool but, but I, congrats Lexington you yeah. made it 
for sure. And I always will say, I'll get a plug here is because if you ever are coming to Louisville and you're just wondering, what do I do? Where do I eat? What do I go? Ryan and I, we keep a up-to-the-date Yelp list on our favorite restaurants and everything like that too. So if you go to bourbonpursuit.com, you look in the right-hand sidebar, you will see a little icon with the Y Yelp logo in there. Click on that, go ahead, save it, and then you know all the restaurants that we recommend. And there's like, I think, 70 on there. So there's a lot. Anything from $1 sign to $4 signs. I even use it because I forget what we put on Because <laughs> there's so many good restaurants there. I'm like, what do I haven't, what haven't had in a while? You know, it's constantly changing. We got a lot of new things popping up too. Yep. I'm glad you did that. Thank you, Kenny. Yeah. Just it's for us mostly. Right. mostly just Pretty much. Our own documentation. Well, stick around. We'll be right back with some bourbon release news. If you're anything like me, then you can't get enough about bourbon. And that's why I'm a subscriber to Bourbon Plus magazine. Bourbon Plus is a quarterly publication that tells the stories from the heart of bourbon, the farmers who grow the grain the distillers who labor over the process, and the people like you and me who raise their glasses to celebrate it all. Subscribe to Bourbon Plus Magazine today at bourbonplus.com, that's P-L-U-S.com, and use code PURSUIT at checkout for $5 off your subscription. Shopify's already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point-of-sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify's point of sale is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. And with Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers inline and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. And get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's point-of-sale Go Mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com bourbon, all lowercase. And go to shopify.com bourbon to take your retail business to the next level today, shopify.com slash bourbon. Hey everybody, it's not gonna be as bad as last week because we had a ton of bourbon release news to talk about, but this time we only got a a few of them and I'm sure you're gonna like them. So let's go ahead and get to it. And this first one kind of just goes into international markets. Actually, how this started is it was very light on bourbon news up until today at the recording. And then all of a sudden, all these press releases came in. But I had this one queued up, so I'll go ahead and say it. So this is going for Kentucky's Lux Road Distillers. They've unveiled a limited edition expression of Rebel Bourbon finished in Cabernet Sauvignon barrels. And this is exclusively for sale outside of the U.S. Hmm. So this is also for the brand to taste the testing waters with new approaches to bourbon. And this Rebel 100 Cabernet Sauvignon Barrel finish continues on other secondary finishes of Rebel Bourbon that were released between 2019 and 2021 because they did French oak, cognac cask, and tawny port. Only 6,000 bottles of their Cabernet Sauvignon finished bourbon have been produced and are available to consumers in the UK, that's United Kingdom, Australia, and Germany. It's 100 proof and has an average price of around $54 US. All right. So Rebel's the weeded bourbon, right? It is. Weed of bourbon, it Cabernet. Is. And you're never going to find it. Nope. Maybe. I'm not. I don't plan it. I don't. I would love to travel to Australia at some point in my life. I haven't been there yet. Yeah. 
Me too. That would be nice. You probably drink some RTDs over. That's that's really where uh, you know whiskey and coke in a can kind of flourishes. Yeah, I want to go surf and drink a whiskey and coke. Have you surfed before? No, I haven't. I I've wake surfed like on a behind a Mastercraft, but not like. Do you fall? Did you, you do well? Did you fall? Yeah, I did pretty good. Yeah, I've yeah. never tried. I tried water skiing once, and it was with my buddy. It was back in college, and I fell like five times in a row just trying to get up, and I couldn't yeah. get up. And they're like, "All right, back in the boat." Yeah, it's weird because it. Well, have you ever wakeboarded? If I can't water ski, what makes well, you think I can true. wakeboard? Yeah, never mind. Uh, <laughs> serving's cool. I like it because it's not as intense. Like, and you don't crash as hard as wakeboarding. It's nice and chill. You can listen to the music and. I can't carve back and forth. But I can ride the wave without the rope, which is fun. I can uh, kneeboard. Kneeboard is fun. Yeah, we go do it. You know, ride backwards. Do a three sixty. No, I'll just no, I'll just ride the wave. Just maybe I'll just belly belly surf across the across the wake. Yes, that's about all I can do. I don't know why are we talking about surfing. I don't oh, know Australia. Never. That's right. I would like to go surfing as well one day. I'm just not good at it. It'd be really cool. I, I always amazed when I see the videos of people like hitting like 30 foot waves. Oh yeah. I'm going, damn. They have like that's a intense. jet ski, launch them off. And then you're yeah. like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's intense. Yeah. Well, here's the next intense thing is that Russell's Reserve, they're introducing their next series in the single Rick house. And this is Camp Nelson F. And this is the an- highly anticipated second release from its single Rick house collection. This is what also debuted in 2022 with Camp Nelson C., and this highlights the concept of whiskey terroir by exploring house. What's your what's your face over there for you? You're uh, looking at the trying some things. The so. makers over here still thinking about it. Yeah. All right. So this also goes in exploring how specific barrel uh, resting impacts a whiskey's final character. So built in the 1940s, Camp Nelson Rickhouse F sits lower than its peers on Camp Nelson's grounds, overlooking the Kentucky River. The airflow and wind currents coming off the river benefit the barrels aging inside, which are known to breathe more than most. For this reason, the Rickhouse has long been a favorite in the distillery's private barrel program. And for single Rickhouse Camp Nelson F, Eddie selected barrels from the Rickhouse's center cut floors four and five of the seven-story building. It's non-shell filtered, offered at barrel proof, which is 117.6, and like all single Rickhouse releases, aged over 10 years and has an SRP of 300 bones. I don't see, I don't use bones very often. I'm sure that's what Eddie calls them. It was, it was actually in the press. 300 bones, 300 man. bones, man. Get that cheddar ready. It's a lot of Mexican food you can order, Eddie, <laughs> after lunch. A lot of fajitas right there. I mean, there is some to that damn Camp Nelson and Tyrone or whatever. But, I mean, they're always good. I haven't had a whole lot of bad wild turkey products. Same thing as bad old, you know, Four Roses. Like, they've got a luxury of riches to them. Yeah. Every once in a while, I want them to just come out with the duds. People will be like, ah, come on. But they they yet to fail. Here's the dud. Yeah. Camp, Camp dud. <laughs> 350. Yeah, I'd be like, I'm sure everybody's going to be really excited about this one. But uh, I, I remember trying last year's, Was it? Is it only an annual release? Is it just one time? Okay. Mm-hmm. And it was really good. I mean, because people were like, what's the difference between that and the rest of the single barrel? And I thought there was a difference, but I mean, it is a significant cost. So you have to weigh that. Is, it, is the juice worth the squeeze? No pun intended, but anyways. Yes. And plus it's at barrel proof, which you, right. don't, you don't get a Russell's Reserve at barrel proof. But to be fair... It's at what one ten, so you're yeah. looking at seven points proof difference, which right. isn't much at no. the end of the day. Add a little bit of water to it, and then you're you're back to Russell's. Yep. Fourgate Whiskey Company is releasing a special whiskey to commemorate their 60th anniversary of the founding of Kelvin Cooperage. I was like, damn, I, I don't I thought they just started. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
But that makes sense. It, Kelvin Cooper. Jr. Yeah, it's it's. I got a bad analogy for it, but I'm not going to say it. <laughs> Kelvin Cooper was founded in Glasgow, Scotland, in 1963, and is now based in Louisville, Kentucky. But Kelvin is Kelvin is a full service cooperage supplying new and used barrels to supply wine, spirits, and beer producers around the world. Since the founding of Four Gate Whiskey Company in 2018, Kelvin has been an instrumental partner in providing advice, guidance, and expertly crafted and sourced barrels of all kinds. Their collaboration is a huge part of the success of Four Gate. And to commemorate this occasion, Four Gate Whiskey Company selected eight-year-old barrels of Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey and rebarreled them into new toasted charred casks from Kelvin Cooperage, making it, of course, a double oak. The underlying whiskey is an eight-year-old Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey with a mash bill of 75% corn, 20% rye, and 5% malted barley. Only 2,340 bottles are produced at 125.6 proof and has an SRP of $200. I know, I think, you know, we talked about single rickhouses. I think people are going to change chase cooperages now, too. Single cooperages. I know they're, because what if, what if it gets to the point where it's like a single cooper? They're like, <laughs> I need, I need, uh, I need Larry's coops. <laughs> I need Larry's rings on this one. Larry makes them barrels. Just, he picks those stays like none of them. <laughs> but, because, uh, it was interesting because with the pups program, we did a Kelvin, you know, or we have Kelvin IC and Zach Cooperage that we, and like people are like, oh, I want to try the Kelvin one. It's like, really? <laughs> okay. But it did kind of give it this toasted Marshall. But anyways, Fourgate always, I mean, every release I've ever had has been fantastic. Yeah. You know, it's pricey for me because I'm poor, but I, they always deliver. Yet to be disappointed yet. Yeah. So congratulations on, the, on their 60th anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And Kelvin just sold, didn't they? They did. They yeah. we, we announced that I think probably uh, two months ago on the on this weekend bourbon. They found a, a new owner, but it's kind of yeah. like the same Bill thing. And Bob, they're great people. Bill's good. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, so Blackened Whiskey, they're announcing a groundbreaking collaboration with Kentucky Bourbon Hall of Fame whiskey maker Cave Zamanian, the founder of renowned craft distillery. Sorry, craft whiskey distillery of Rabbit Hole, and this is the 2023 release of its acclaimed Master of Whiskey series. Together, Blackened Master Distiller and Blender Rob Dietrich and Zamanian have created the Blackened X, like Blackened by whatever it is, you know, Blackened back to back, whatever it is, rabbit hole blend of straight bourbon whiskey. And for this release, Dietrich and Zamanian crafted the expression from a base of 13 year old straight Tennessee bourbon whiskey, featuring a mash bill of 64% corn, 36% rye, and rabbit hole high gold. I know. And rabbit hole high gold, high rye, double malt Kentucky straight bourbon. Made from a mash bill of 70% corn, 25% malted rye, and 5% malted barley. The whiskey is then finished in Calvados casks. In party sweeter notes, as Calvados is an apple brandy. During the finishing, the whiskey is sonically enhanced to attract more flavor from the finishing casks using a patent-pending scientific process co-developed by the sound engineers at Meyer Sound. The process produces low hertz sound waves, causing the whiskey to reverberate at a faster rate, interacting with the oak staves of the finishing barrel measurably releasing wood compounds and flavors. Uh, their ardor for con constantly challenging and traditional whiskey making processes and treating their craft as an art form has led them to this flavorful blend. It's bottled at cash strength at a proof of 106.59, non-chill filtered, and an SRP of $150. Interesting. When you said you said 13-year-old Tennessee bourbon? 13-year-old Tennessee bourbon. But it, the match bill threw me off because that's... 64% corn, 36% rye. I guess it must be like 1% malted barley or something. Yeah. It's not the typical uh, Tennessee bourbon you see on the source it's market. It's not. So. I don't think I've ever heard of this before. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, I love Calvados. I mean, I love Tennessee bourbon. This would be fascinating. I love the high gold. I actually think I got a sample of it. Oh. 
over there. Might have to dive into it. We'll dive into it afterwards. So the next one is at Ross and Squibb. They've announced the return of their most limited member of the Remus Bourbon family. This is Remus Gatsby Reserve 2023 edition. Released to celebrate F. Scott Fitzgerald's legendary novel, The Great Gatsby, which was around a century ago. From the events in 1922 that inspired the novel to its publication in 1925. Crafted by master distiller Ian Sturzman and the team at Ross and Squibb Distillery, Remus Gatsby Reserve contains some of the 175-year-old Lawrence Burgundiana Distillery's finest 15-year-old reserves of straight bourbon whiskey. Ooh. And it features two bourbon mash bills, which you can guess. This is the 21 and the 36% rye. Remus Gatsby's Reserve is bottled at 98.1 proof and offered in ultra-limited quantities at a suggested retail price of $200 per bottle. Whoa. Yeah. I but mean, 15 years? That's true. Yeah. I wonder if it's going to have a prominent 15 right there on the label. I don't even know if I've had... I'm trying to think of the oldest squib juice I've ever had. Because some of those OKIs and Scouts were like 13, 14. I don't know if I've ever had 15. 12, 12 to 14, something. Like I don't that. know if I've ever had 15 squib juice. They had very old Scout. And those were the 17 year. I never had ish. those. Oh, you poor thing. You I really know. missed out on your life, didn't I you? I did. Yep. You know, those were those were the go- those were the glory days right there, man. Yeah. I had 15 and under. <laughs> well. I'm sure it'd be great. And even at 98.1 proof, I'm curious if it's actually barrel proof, but it's probably proof down. Yeah, I, I, I had to so. guess. But again, nobody nobody ever got fired for buying MGP. So No, it's always good. Especially those MGP is perfect from like eight years to obviously now 15. 15. <laughs> but a little younger than that, it's kind of a little too spicy for me. But everything else is, this is eight to 15 is really good. There we go. And here is our last news story. And this is actually an interesting one. And I'll put a little caveat at the end here about why I find it interesting. So you say what you want, Basil Hayden, Basil Hayden, whatever you want to say. They're expanding their award-winning whiskey portfolio with the launch of a new permanent expression, the Basil Hayden Malted Rye. So crafted by eighth-generation master distiller Freddie No, this offering shines a light on what whiskey can be and invites consumers to explore the more refined side of rye. With liquid delicately poised between Basil Hayden's signature smooth taste profile and spicier notes of rye. Malted rye will be hitting shelves nationwide September of 2023 with a suggested retail price of $60. And it's, of course, at Basil Hayden's signature proof of 80 Yum, yum. <laughs> Get you some. <laughs> Danos. I know. Basil I'm, Hayden, not brought to you by Dano Season. I'm not allowed to say that. I'm Team Me Church, but. Oh, okay. There we go. Anyways, uh, I know now you're. I feel like this malted thing, like a lot of people are, you know, New Riff was kind of the first one to do the malted rye, maybe. Or was it Chattanooga? I don't know. I don't know. I got nipples. Can you malt me? <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> well, okay. By the way, I started with a caveat because it was funny at KBF when I heard about Jim Beam doing crazy sales numbers, I heard people were buying the crap out of this because they just debuted it at Bourbon Fest. And so it was like the first time you could buy it was there. And so people were lining up literally just to hammered. buy <laughs> to buy Basil Hayden at 80 that proof. ring. I mean, I tell you what, there's something to it. Yeah. It's, I'd, be, I'd be willing to try it. There was one that I liked of theirs. It was like that rice one. It was like the brown, I don't know. We've, we've had that one before. Yeah, I thought it was good compared to most Basil Hayden's. But um, anyways, it's fascinating that. Yeah, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I don't know. I Um, guess we'll throw one last thing out there. If if you're ever wondering who is Basil Hayden and why does it matter, have you ever picked up a bottle of Old Granddad and you looked at the 
the silhouette or the picture on old granddad, that is actually Basil Hayden. Himself. That is himself. So you can now take that into your whiskey education knowledge. And next time you have a bottle of old granddad and and Basil Hayden next to each other, you say like, that guy's on that label and that label means that guy. And this one's higher proof and costs less. And that one's... Lower proof and, and and I think it, I think there was a good article. We I think we talked about it a long time ago that it is the same mash bill, it's the same exact thing, but just at a different proof and a different price point, different copper band, a different copper band. But then again, it's also supposed to be a different whiskey. You know, you pull from different things. You got to make it have a yeah, different flavor different profile. Different flavors, different that. And this actually goes. In, I can't wait. I did a lot of great interviews at KBF to try to just get kind of like feet on the street i asked like five questions to some people and one of them was kind of like well a is i look at this and i say what's the most annoying word in bourbon and a lot of people said smooth i I like that one but there's there's gonna be some more that are be coming out that that kind of fall into this realm as well so make sure you're following and paying attention to our social media channels because ryan is putting a lot of work to be a big dumbass on those so make sure make sure you're paying attention and laughing and commenting yeah Please let me know if I'm being a dumbass. Yeah. By the way, I thought our last one with the stave seasoning. Oh, yeah. That was great. Oh. I mean, I mean, Brian Bikey is unbelievable at what he does. I mean, he, he the, made- The a, ideas just flow. Yeah. I mean, I, I told him the idea and then he- but, but the way he can take an idea and then execute it from a, like, filming perspective is, like, insane. Like- He's really good at it. A lot of zoom, some good blur, some good transitions. Good zooms, moving. Tra- yeah, he's good. We might have to get him his own gimbal soon. That's right. <laughs> well, that's going to be it for this week in bourbon. We had a lot of good information. Fun. I mean, it, it was. It felt like coming off of the end of Bourbon Heritage Month. I mean, this is we still got a good bit of news, but it feels like we're we're kind of we got coming. one more week, right? Well, it is, but you know, everything comes out before KBF. That's that's, that's the big one. Now we go into OND, the busiest time of the year. For it bourbon. is for the bourbon buying season. So we'll have, maybe we'll talk about that next time. Maybe we'll talk about that on Behind the Pursuit. So if you're interested on figuring out what it's like to build a bourbon brand and all the things that go into the the crazy nooks and crannies of talking about this thing called OND that you have no idea what we're talking about, go ahead and listen to Behind the Pursuit. Subscribe to it on Spotify, Apple, wherever it is. Just search for Pursuit. It's It's not us, but it's the second one next to it. I was surprised how many people came up to us at KBF and said they love that show, you know, and they they really enjoy that one. So it's definitely interesting. Sometimes we get a little whiny, but <laughs> we do. <laughs> but it it's, comes with the territory of starting yeah. a bourbon brand. It's like, so. but here's the thing: is we're giving you an inside look into what we would talk about anyway. Yeah, exactly. But you get to hear our conversation. You get to hear us and our. It's our, it's like our board meetings. We don't have <laughs> our. It is our, it is our board meetings on on out there for everybody. Yep. So check it in. Check, not check it in. Check it out. <laughs> zip it up and zip it out. That's right. All right. Zip doo doo da. Bye bye, everybody. Toodles. Toodles.